Morning, everybody. If it feels like you just left, I am in that boat with you. Uh, welcome to What's <laughs> On Your Mind. I'm Mike Irizarry, uh, here for a very special edition uh, with our, our former co-host and great pal, Carson Metaxas. Hey, guys. Good to be back, Mikey. Thanks for having me on, man. Hey, no worries. I usually uh, I usually tune into these live streams all by myself, so it's kind of nice to have a friend to watch it with. Right, and in, in our case right now, you got about a dozen and a half. So There we go. I mean, you can't beat that. Very cool. But uh, we are here as shiftless layabouts uh, <laughs> to, to check out the live reactions to Hasbro's G.I. Joe live stream, which is coming up in just a few minutes. Instead uh, of shiftless layabouts, I was thinking... Um, Toy addicts going through withdrawals. Right. Well, I mean, shiftless layabout will get us. That'll just get rack time, Rob. Uh, it'll get him to sue us, and we don't need that. Uh, but we'll be right back with you after we play our kick-ass theme song. see the the final countdown on the screen for them right now they're at about 30 seconds to go the uh, final countdown right I, I remember when ben conway sent me that song uh <laughs> when the operation recall kickstarter was going like counting down to its last moments and that so that song will always be the the joy of the kickstarter <laughs> but uh, just for everybody at home you may faintly hear the audio Coming through our microphones, uh, don't let that throw you. If anything, it'll help you figure out where we're at. Oh, there it is. And uh, if you see me looking off to this direction a whole lot, that's where my TV is. So don't let that throw you either. All right, I'll be looking right here. Aw. Hey, guys. What's Lenny's tattoo on his shoulder or on his upper arm? I, I don't know. I don't know if he's like he doesn't uh, he doesn't come on these things uh, taking everybody to the gun show very often. So it's Lenny, it's Lenny, we're gonna need you to roll your sleeve next time. Right. We want to we want a good look at that ink. What the? We want the full. We want the full Lenny. Right. Eight pre-orders today. There you go. There's your news drop. Sweet merciful Jesus! Didn't we just get through pre-orders? Uh, who am I kidding? I love it. End of the year is not January. They're in corporate land. <laughs> did you get your Sky Striker? Did you get one? D did I? Oh, yeah. I got a couple, it's, actually. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, so, I don't know why I bought five just to, like, support the brand or whatever. But I was, like, full of dread because of the quality issues but i went through and checked all of mine and they're all good there's like some light dings on the card backs or whatever but i'm gonna let that shit go right i mean it, it's uh i'm an opener anyway so i'm not too concerned about that it's um oh, character name reveals 
There we go. There we go. We got to pay attention now. All right. It's news time. <laughs> oh, All right. Here's the names. Get it, got it, good. All right. There we go. There's Yay! All right, what's the over-under on shoes? Shoes or no shoes? I have a feeling we're going to see shoes. I'm going to give, I'm going to say shoes plus 350. That's how, that's how, uh, well, I'll get Vegas to, to do it. I'm, I'm begging for no shoes. Oh, he said Big Boa. Okay. Was number two, cool. yeah. Cool. We'll turn to Tony for number three. It would be cool. The ridiculous, what is it? Ridiculous? G.I. Joe's ridiculous? I think he's just, uh, he's excited about the ridiculous hugeness of Big Boa. I love I love Big Boa, man. Nobody beats GI Joe. There we go. <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah, he said monk button junkyard. He did. He said junkyard. Heck yeah, heck yeah. About all those, but I'm most happy about mutton junkyard. There we go. See banners right over. Bam. As it happens, remember if you're you're tuning in to us, if you catch us on Facebook, uh, go ahead and leave us a, a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy. If you're catching us on YouTube, just like the video and subscribe to the channel already. Google already knows you're here. Give in, surrender. All right, it's time for renders, Mikey. There we go. There we go. Ah, uh, yeah. He's even got his his pre-lost flashlights, just like the 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 old the old version. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna lose those all over again, right? That is the the Gary Godso pre-lost guarantee. Which character reveal are you most excited for, Mikey? Quick Kick, Big Boa, or Mutton Junkyard? Oh, Mutton Mutton Junkyard are top ten for me. That, That's that, two for that, two. Yeah. So the uh, the commentary on Hasbro Pulse is 55 percent for Mutton Junkyard. 17% for Big Boa and 28% for Quick Kick. I, I mean, all three of them, winners. I'm, I'm good yeah. with all three, but but yeah. Junkyard is, I've been waiting for them. Okay, so, you know, Tunnel Rat back in the day, he had a gigantic backpack and a gigantic gun, mm -hmm. and he's a Tunnel Rat, which is the little guy that crawls through the little holes that, all right, let's be honest, it was the Viet Cong were digging them in Vietnam, right? And right. so they've done a giant backpack and a giant gun again. I just kind of feel like we're repeating the mistakes of the past with that. And I would have liked to see a smaller gun and a more streamlined backpack with an acknowledgement that it would better fit the MOS. That's just the military stickler in me. Although I realized you got Joe's a fantasy line. Hey, Firefly, they did them right this time. <laughs> right. Yeah. There we go. This finally means we, we, we means you finally get a bigger boa. There we go. <laughs> but um we got about we got about two dozen in the live chat tonight car today th tonight nice this morning carson which makes me wonder about everybody's job status <laughs> right how's everybody doing out there 
Okay, Firefly looks great. Now, this goes back to something me and Kirk were talking about, though, Mike. Do you prefer that they just do six-inch recreations of what we grew up with in the 80s and 90s? Or do you prefer when they try something a little different? Like I would say with Firefly, they tried something a little different the first time, and now they're doing the more 80s classic. What's your preference on this line? I got to say that I think there are certain beats to each figure which which make them identifiable. Sure. And I think it's important to include those beats. But I'll, I'll have to say that on the whole, I wish they were taking a few more chances. Okay. Fair. I think I don't, it's hard to say because we haven't done a poll of the whole fan base. You know, what's the percentage? If we had a pie chart of people that wanted just 80s and 90s recreations or people that wanted them to do something different or people that want a, a 50 50 mix, whatever, low light looks awesome. Oh, man. So that low light. I was curious wow. to see him. I was curious to see him because he was so perfect in the Pursuit of Cobra. Like you couldn't, you could not improve on Pursuit of Cobra low light. And it looks like they stuck with it pretty well. You know, his, his rifle case with the bipod and the scope and the silencer suppressor. Right. Um, like low light's one of those guys that they, they did him a couple times back in the day mm-hmm. and, and they never really topped that, le- that, that version one. So oh, yeah. guy who right. I, I understand you're making him very close to that. You're not mm-hmm. going to do a, a night themed sniper better than what you already did. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, like I understand that you're, you're not going to necessarily do, uh, you know, snake eyes has already been done a hundred times, no matter what they put out for snake eyes, it's going to look like one of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I get that there's going to be some redos, but eh, I don't know. It, it's all a little samey. Like there's, there's a lot of work being done where uh, say, dusty is my favorite example on this. Like, I, I opened Dusty, and he's a great figure. He's a great toy, but I wonder why I bought Dusty because I've already had that Dusty for thirty some years now. And you had him with the soft goods. I prefer the soft goods. Sure, yeah, same. That, same. that was a that's one of the few figures that I've been a little disappointed with. I'll be honest. Yes. Now Shadow Tracker. Okay, so this is the part of me that wants them to step out of a real American hero and just have some fun. So when I saw that they were doing Shadow Tracker, I got really excited, man. Because I, when I first started collecting again in 2007, um, and then when Shadow Tracker, I got out of it after a couple of years. I collected every single carded figure, every one of those you know, like three cylinders that they had, the five packs that they had, the seven packs that they had. I was buying all that junk, and I was just like throwing it in comic book long boxes in my storage unit. And uh, and I was really collecting a real American hero vintage again. That's the stuff that stayed out in my condo at the time. Right. And uh, and then I saw and so eventually after a few years of doing that, I was like, OK, this is stupid. And I actually let the modern stuff go so I could take that money and put it in vintage. And uh, but then Shadow Tracker came out and I was like, damn it, <laughs> like I really want that figure. <laughs> it, it made me question my whole like collecting habits, you know, right. So yeah. I want to see them do some figures like Shadow Tracker, man. He looks as, great. As awesome as that looks, I bet you he looks better in, in when we finally see him in 3D than, than on that render. Sure. Like that render sure. looks a little flat, but I'm sure in like an actual yeah. plastic, that is going to be freaking incredible. Yeah. Uh, Matt Rubin has a good question here. Does that Shadow Tracker necklace make you think of Quinn? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Undeniably. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good eye because just about any part is going to be subject to duplication. To well, down on it. Also, a uh, bear claw from the Renegades had a yeah. necklace with a bear claw on it. Yeah. 
it's one of those design elements that pops up now and then. We've got a character in Recall that has a few bear claws on a necklace. Cheap plug. <laughs> it is what it is. Look, man, people, hey, people are going to call here? me out for it, so I'm going to go ahead and own it. You know. Why are we here if not to cheap plug, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let you get a more in-depth one in a minute. Oh, it's all good, man. Probably I not. mean, the dude's name is minutes. the dude's name is Bear Claw. How can he not have a claw on his neck? You know, or or at the very least, a, a pastry. All right, favorite render reveal: Tunnel Rat, Low Light, Shadow Tracker, or Firefly. I'm gonna go Shadow Tracker on this one, but Tunnel Rat a close second. What about you? I, I think I'm going Low Light on that. Okay, I think Low Light's my guy out of that that force. This is a tight one, 23, 22, 30, 23. Like, there's a lot of – this is a stiff competition. You guys get in there and vote on the Hasbro Post Pulse Poll. Say that three times quick, Mikey. I know. Hasbro Pulse Poll. No, I I, uh, I don't think I could say it once slowly this morning. Okay. We got we got 360 turnarounds. Where'd they get that idea? Strange strange, uh, strange processes go, going to work. It's, uh, he looks amazing. Yeah. He looks really good. Yeah, I, I like. If I hope that that's not just the camera darkening up the tone. Okay. The uniform. I hope it stays that dark because that looks great. Yeah, yeah. He looks amazing. All right. So what's that? What's that backpack hold? A gun? Holds his or hand cannon. His hand cannon. Okay. His dirty Harry style hand cannon. Okay, so he's got a machete on the hip and a giant pistol with a holster on the back with a few rounds on it. Right. And then he's got his Luger regular size pistol for mm -hmm. his Yeah, that's that's man. Yeah, he looks good. Man. Looks real good. Oh yeah, nice pose too. That's very menacing. Uh they're doing good with that, man. Good stuff, Hasbro. Yeah. Please keep him dark like that. He looks good like that. That dark green makes that lime really pop off of it. That right. contrast. Right. That's beautiful. And I love the fact they just throw the strap right over the Cobra logo. It's like, you know what it is. You know what's there. And that's what a guy would do. Like if he got a Cobra issued tank top, he's going to throw his stuff on top of it and right. not care if the logo is right. covered. Exactly. That, that's the standard Cobra issue tank top t-shirt for working out in. You yeah, just like in the swamp with it. Welcome to Cobra. Here's your green tank tops. There you go. Yeah. They trust they trust him with a million dollar boat, so I guess he gets to just do what he wants with the with the logo. Did they show the artwork? I think I missed it. I don't know if they if they did, I missed it too. Okay. Well, we knew Bazooka was going to look good cuz Tiger Force Bazooka looked good. I like the different color tips for yeah. his little missiles. Rockets, yeah. His little rockets. Oh I, yeah. You you mentioned mistakes of the past before. Okay. Bazooka yep. Bazooka's one of them for me. Okay. What is it about him that drives you crazy? The the lack of straps for his backpack. Yes. Drives yes. Me. You know, that's such a tough decision too, because I've been working with Ron and Mark, right? You know everybody. Right. Okay, so another plug. Here we go. Carson's talking about recall. But it's relevant. <laughs> right, everybody take a shot. He's talking about recall. When you're designing a figure and you've got straps right here, but they don't have the backpack on, then you have to resolve the straps in the back with like, okay, so what's it going back to? So Ron does design these little things that sit on the small of the back so that the straps are connected to something that the backpack then plugs into. And it's like, I don't, 
I wish I could do all the backpacks with removable straps, but I understand why at this format you just can't. You know what I mean? So I understand when they were doing bazooka, like throwing straps over his jersey would have complicated the look of it. But then you look at it and you're like, well, how the heck is the backpack staying on? I get it. It's a it's a tough call, man. Look, I, I'd have been okay with just straps Ooh. interrupt that. Oh. Did you did you see the photo where they opened up the back and they're putting the missile in? That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool functionality. Torpedo looks great. Yeah, that is. Uh... I'm sure Sam's happy with that one. <laughs> but uh, he's I, I I think he'd be happier if it was wetsuit. But you know, I don't I don't think he's going to complain. Come on, a seal's a seal. <laughs> yeah. Does he have a strong wetsuit preference over torpedo? I didn't know that. I, I believe wetsuit's his guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got the. Well, I, I'm not going to say that online. He's got a lot of torpedo stuff. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Well, he's got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's uh it's you know sam of of uh jody classified so yeah he, he, you you did the video you've shown all the stuff yeah you guys have seen it through there was another plug 3d joe's cribs look up nomad 3d joe's cribs nomad this guy i'd say if i had to put a number on it how many figures do you think he has in his house Forty thousand. <laughs> uh it's a it's lot. hard to guess. It's a lot. And it's amazing. Like the way that they're cataloged and the, uh, the knowledge, the depth of knowledge that he's got behind each of them. It's freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Like I, I don't consider my collection to be terribly large, but then you stop and look at it and I realize that it's well into the four figures. Hmm. And so Sam is going to be exponentially larger. Yeah. I, I just taking a shot in the dark. I'm thinking it's 40,000, 50,000. Yeah, Torpedo looks awesome. Emily, Lenny, and Tony. All right, so Tony's the model artist. That means he does all the paints, right? That was that was what I always thought, yeah. Okay. I love seeing the swappable hairpiece. <laughs> I'm not sure why it's there. because, <laughs> Like, for me, Shipwreck's element that, like we were talking about before, the one you can't get rid of is yeah. the pat. Like you could put him in any uniform you wanted, but I think so long as he's got that sailor cap, he's shipwrecked. I think the argument could be made that two items combine to to offset that poly and the bell bottoms. As long as he's got bell bottoms and poly. I mean, poly, I, I would give you credit for bell bottoms. Eh. We've we've seen shipwreck in a wetsuit before, and it was still shipwrecked. So, all right, did he still have that white cap on that little he, navy cap? He did not. No. Uh oh. That was what, 94, 93? Oh, yeah. No, 94 with him in the black and gray wetsuit. He looks a lot like Torpedo, honestly, yeah. like a, but like an updated figure. Torpedo. Right, great with... figure, but there's nothing particularly distinctive about him. Like, he's not really shipwrecked. Yeah, it was an awesome figure. When people say the 90s weren't great, I'm like, BS, man. Go look at Shipwreck version 2. Accessories and figure are on point. Right. And there's a dozen figures you could say like that or more. Yeah, there's any number of great sculpts out there in in, in the mm. '90s that kind of got wrecked up by some bad color choices. But sure, and bad is relative to the time. We look at it now and we're like, "That's bad." But if you looked at it in the early '90s, you'd be like, "That's that's right. what was popping. That's what was You're, popping in the early '90s, man." I, I'm looking at it now from a perspective of a of a man in his mid 40s who it, I see those figures and my my retinas start to to hurt. <laughs> right. So what's his tattoo? Is it a flying? It's a dolphin jumping out of the water. Or is it a shark? What's going on there? 
I I don't know. We probably talked over it. <laughs> the comments sometimes on the message boards are are hilarious. We're not gonna we're not gonna repeat all of them, but you guys are a funny community when you want to be. Sometimes you're just ugly, but sometimes you're really funny. Right. And there's rock and roll. Okay, I do like his little rock and roll hand. That's a that's a cute cute addition. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. See, I like this. I know there's a lot of folks that are, are screaming about how, oh, this looks weird. This isn't just like the classic 82 rock and roll. Mm. I like that he's a little different. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's it's it's, it's just a tone shirt, guys. I mean. Yeah, it's just a different colored shirt. It's absolutely recognizable as 82, 83 rock and roll. I love the ammo pouch on his left hip. And the way they got the ammo belt wrapped around coming up into his gut, that, that's just awesome. That's what the six-inch scale can accomplish that three and three-quarter never could. You right. know, That's that's when this this scale, because I know a lot of people, not a lot of people, however, we, we don't know numbers on this stuff. We don't, we don't do surveys uh, relative to this, but I know there are some people that resist the six-inch scale, and that's something you could do at the six-inch scale. You just can't do it the three and three-quarter. Yeah, it, it, it's um, this. The whole point of this is those little details that that just don't scale down any further. Mm -hmm. Like you, you cannot do something like that any smaller than this and have it be, have it have any kind of structural integrity. You know, it would just break right in your fingers, mm -hmm. or it would be in the the Gary Godso pre-lost pile. <laughs> I just realized it looks like I'm sitting in the dark, so. There we go. Hey, everyone. There's Mikey. Now it looks like you got some sunshine on you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, rock and roll is looking great, man. You think there, there is a little bipod on there for you to lose? Yep. <laughs> okay, and the ammo does feed all the way through the top of the machine gun. So that's cool. Yeah, he's a great figure, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wish more more of the classified guys took those kind of those kind of artistic license risks mm -hmm. like if they, I mean, if they get, if they get to do in flash man oh man would i do a backflip if they did a flash that looked like sunbow flash right include backflip which that would be entertaining because you'd just see me jump and probably land on my ass We're having a deluxe what today? Thirty four ninety nine. Oh, so the regular price is twenty five. The deluxe is thirty five. She said we're seeing the first one today, but like Kamakura was a deluxe figure. Next price points forty four ninety. So we'll call it forty five. Figure and pets are forty five. Okay, so base figure 25, deluxe figure 35, figure with animal 45. Right. I mean, Kamakura did have that uh, super action double head, so. I, yeah, I'm I'm cool with buying Crocmaster and Fiona for an extra price. Fiona's badass, you right. know what I mean? I'm cool with the sidekicks. Kamakura did not feel like a value to me. No. It did not feel worth what I paid for it. 
Like Sarge did because all the extra hands and the little little bonus mini Sarge and all that. Like I, I yes, Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter felt like a decent value. But comic right, she's saying she's saying two packs are fifty five. Okay, so that's our pricing now. So twenty five, thirty five, forty five, fifty five. These are all twenty five dollar figures. Sounds like. I wanted to see that art a little more. It looks like they did some some redesign on the the packaging. Oh, oh there's our buddy. Ah, oh, look at him, dude, with the helmet off. He looks awesome. <laughs> he looks amazing. Good job, guys. Let me see that thing, man. Is that just handwriting on his cheek? The tracking number? Yeah, or something? looks like the tracking number. Okay. God, that is a that thing is a hoss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think it's going to hold its pose? It's a lot of weight on that joint. It, it, it is if you're having the missiles hanging out like that. I think it will right. if you, you, you don't have the blast effects in it. Yeah. Do those? I don't know if the... The treads are articulated? That's amazing. Good job, guys. Oh. Yeah. Are they actually treads? Wait. Wait. The legs. The legs are articulated, but the treads don't move, do they? Or do the treads move? So know. they sh they showed the little like the the tread mounts moving, you know what I mean? Dude, that thing is awesome either way. Yeah, so you know, I, I don't mind the lack of redesign on scrap iron because they took the existing design. Ooh, they took it. Look out. at his face, man. Right. That's where that's where you get a whole new scrap iron. Right. That's there's so much. There's a story there. I want to hear it. I want to hear all about what the heck happened to him. Oh man, he looks amazing. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> That's incredible. That missile drone is going to make that, uh, that you talk about value. That missile drone is going to drive it up on that, that package. That's for sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I dig it. Wow. <laughs> His ear is gross. Wait till totally Mark finds out Iron is a ginger. Love it. <laughs> yeah. He, he He's probably already uh, having a little party in his cubicle. So have we never seen Scrap Iron with this helmet off in toy form? 
Um, no, because I think I, I think the ones that like there have been the, the 25th anniversary one, like the the visor, the goggles part came off, but the helmet stayed on. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think we've ever gotten quite this much. No, oh, it looks amazing. Yeah, he just looks great. This is the six inch like stuff that just pushes it to the next level. You know, so like you get a Dusty in hand and you're like, eh, it's really not much better. 1985 Dusty. Right. You get this scrap iron in hand and you're not going to have that feeling at all. Yep. You know? No, man. So a scrap iron was always a character I, I liked that I felt like was failed by his figure in 84, right? Mm. Like he was he was skinny. The launcher was kind of tiny. It had the, the cord that was too short. <laughs> but so... Like it was like he was a he was a perfectly fine guy to put in the turret or his tank, but I think yeah. there was a lot left on the table, and we've waited a long time to have that get fixed, and here we go. Oh, cool! Nice. <laughs> I love when you see Lenny having fun with his toys, man. It's good to see someone really enjoying their job, right? Yeah. That's great. It's a shame he's not sticking with the. I mean, he's trying to grow the beard back. He should just stick with that that bazooka stash look. With the tash, yeah. That is a that is an impressive mustache. So she said he's gonna be forty five. Yeah. Because basically the, the rocket launcher is counting like an animal it's there. Yeah. It's his yeah. pet rocket launcher. Yep. Rocky. Did they name it? They should have named it. That's what I'm going to call him. I love that they named Fiona. They named Fiona's babies. I mean, I forget what There's their settings are. but Oh, the, the ladies, the Cobra Valkyries. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Completely new sculpts. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm glad they gave him some visual variety with the tan versus black web gear. That's a right. nice touch. Although, I will say, <laughs> on the battlefield, you don't want to be able to easily identify who the officers are. Right. So that's really just begging for sniper bullets. Right. <laughs> yeah, shoot the tan ones. <laughs> They're the brains of the operation. But again, military fantasy, right? As it is, you know, Cobra is not doing a whole lot to break up your sight line in the first place. So it doesn't, it matters less for them. That, that, that guy dressed in the, the blue uniform mm-hmm. out your, your Arctic or desert climates that's um he's kind of a target either way so sure <laughs> tan web gear in the desert there <laughs> speak of the devil there's your arctic shots right <laughs> oh man they look great these photographers are amazing oh, i love the smoke the smoke effects on the pistol there it's really nice man and uh, an, the nice tradition of the Viper three pack is all those blast effects. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that they're coming with more of those. 
not nearly enough blast effects in this line. Pretty great that they've got that that Sunbow accurate Cobra blaster rifle. Mm -hmm. All right, so this is a pulse exclusive. Ah, <laughs> oh, there he is. I, I I can hear from the north. I can I can hear shouting, and it must be Godzo. <laughs> is he shouting uh, with happiness or anger? It better be happiness, man. Look at that. Okay, all right. It's hard to tell in all in the distance the way it is. <laughs> Yeah, he looks he looks fantastic. I'm good with all that. You know, I kind of I, I wanted white skis, I'm not gonna lie, but I can live with the black skis. Black skis to me is like blizzard, but it is what it is. Right. I can I can live with it. Right. Same. Oh, okay. So the goggles are gonna have that gradient blend from yellow to red. Yeah, he looks awesome. Yeah, that's that's really a great little detail, isn't it? Yeah. Because they could have just gone flat red and nobody would have said a word. Right, right. Those are the details that matter on a line of this scale, man. You know, it's like when, when I first uh, started collecting sideshow collectibles, I felt like they were the 12 inch, like real life versions of the toys that I grew up. This is like the halfway point to that, right? Like, obviously, sideshow is going to be all cloth goods and like down to the bullets, you can see everything. Uh, this is very much like a step in that direction. So, like, two-tone gradients on the goggles? Cool. <laughs> Do it. Right. The The impression I get, when, when they do classified right, and more mm -hmm. often than not they do, I really get the impression that they are sitting down and, and they're saying, look, this this is the definitive version. We, we need yeah. to, like, if we're ever going to do this character again, it needs to be something completely different because this one is done. And so, I, I mean, tell me that that snow job doesn't meet that criteria. Man. It's crazy. I, I remember um, when the four-inch, when I first got the four-inch 25th anniversary snow job, I felt like that was the definitive version. <laughs> and you couldn't, you couldn't do it better. And then, yeah, look at this. It's demonstrably better. You right. know? That was a good so, figure. I don't want to. We're, we're bashing on that one. Out of, yeah. Like that is one of the the highlights of the entire twenty fifth line is that mm -hmm. snow job, mm -hmm. and uh, but man, this is this is just awesome. I really didn't think they would top that, and then it's like six inch. Okay, man, there's some things you can do that you couldn't do at four inch. That head sculpt's great too, man. Yeah, I mean both of them, frankly, because mm -hmm. you you got you got you got options. Between the, the the hood and the two different heads and the yeah no it, it that's 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 great even his relaxed pose there fabulous so 
our show today. Yeah. We were we got we had a lot of stuff to get through. We got yeah, he's got thirteen accessories. He's got thirteen accessories. I think I'm I think I'm comfortable with a deluxe on a deluxe notation on that one. So, Kurt, here's, here's the question right there. Uh, did you see the snowbat? I did not. Was it in there? Did they have a snowbat in the photos? Uh, apparently. Oh, I missed it. There's, just, there's a couple mentions of it here in our chat, so I'm sure that it's getting lit up in in uh, in the the Hasbro live chat too. Was there an Arctic bat? I think we should call him Arctic bat. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'd say today was a good day, man. I didn't feel like there was any duds in there. No. No. I think they're they're in stride, man. They're doing good. All right. Credit cards out, ladies and gentlemen. Drony. There you go. The genius is in the design, not the name. All right, so the two packs, fifty-five. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going broke. Yeah, so they, uh, is that two illustrations on the front of the box? But like, kind of picture in picture, looks like they they revised the design a little bit. So they were doing that, you know, with the wraparound graphic. They would have picture in picture, but it was blended together. Mm -hmm. This one looks more like they're boxed off. I'm wondering yeah. if that's if that's the style going forward that that would seem to be a conscious decision. Like I, I can't think that that's just accidental. Yeah. Five, six, seven times. Right. Um, Good job. Emily, Lenny and Tony. Yeah. You guys are <laughs> doing the damn thing. So uh, the, uh, the temperature in our live chat is that uh, folks folks seem to want more, and I get. <laughs> I mean, don't we always want more? Right, right. And, and and in fairness, the the one thing I was hoping they would get to today didn't mm -hmm. got, didn't get gotten to. Oh, um, I was hoping that we would at least get a name on a comic book publisher. Oh yeah, we still don't know that. If I, I mean. We know Larry's working. We know Larry's on number three hundred three. So we know what's happening. We know the we know what the Hollywood Reporter said, and that's probably a pretty good lead. But we don't what have anything say? official. Um, way Skybound. Back, yeah, they said Skybound. Again, can't confirm it. It's probably speculation. Right. It's 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 as good a guess as anything from a quality source as we've got. Mm -hmm. uh, but but uh, you know, so that that's one thing that yeah, I know there's there's going to be a, something of an uproar on that. And I'm with it. Like we, mm. we should, we should know at this point. It's been what a year since we've known the the comic license was going away, um, and now now we're getting to the point where we're three months into into 2023, and we don't even know where it's going to be coming from, which makes me wonder what the status of any deal is. Um, I mean, let's. Whew. 
I hope that's not the case, man. I hope whatever publisher is walking into this is walking into this optimistic and excited to have such a, a reputable legacy brand like GI Joe under their imprint. Um, man, I hope we don't end up with a situation where it's, we get some no name publisher that doesn't have a roster full of reliable talent, you know? Right. I, and I don't, again, I don't think that's the case. I, I think yeah. that if, if an organization as big as the Hollywood reporter is putting that out there, I think that there's pretty strong indicators that that's where it's going to go. Uh, again, can't confirm anything, which is the frustrating part. We would really like that confirmation. Yeah. Um, I, and the second, second thing that I know there's folks out there who are really clamoring for something else from the one eighteenth scale. Um, I mean, they made it known second half of last year that, uh, 2023 was not going to be a big year for that O-ring scale. Uh, so I think this is, this one was probably a little early if there, if there's going to be something done with it. And I hope there is too. I, I think there's a lot on the table that, uh, that can be can be uh, addressed with a one eighteenth scale in the future, but I, I also think that they did tell us that twenty twenty three wasn't going to be the year. So hearing about that stuff in March of twenty twenty three is not that big of a shock. Like we get we start getting into the summer, maybe we'll start hearing about some projects for early next year. But I don't I don't think there's going to be a whole lot going on with that line in general uh, for twenty twenty three. Yeah, there was quite a bit of commentary on their feed too, asking about why no O-ring, why kill O-ring. Um, but again, I think that's a, I think that's a smaller percentage of the community. I'm one of the O-ring guys, y'all trust me. But I think we're a smaller percentage of the community than we think we are. And when they do produce O-ring stuff, you do see it sitting on Hasbro Pulse for quite some time in terms of availability. So it's not selling out like the classified stuff does. So. I, you know, Hasbro is a for-profit business that is responsible to shareholders for maximizing profits, right? So everything that they put their people on needs to maximize. They, they need to put their people on the stuff that's going to sell the most, right? And so if six-inch classified is where their profit margins are booming, that's what they're going to double down their efforts on. And it's not like a decision that the brand team gets to make, I don't think. You know, I, I think this is going to be coming from, okay, what have you done before? How did it do? Okay, let's do more of that. You know, I, I think it's just a simple calculation. So I hope that we get more O-ring. Uh, if we don't, I would say it's probably due to sales not being nearly as strong as classified and the return on investment for their time is not as great as it would be on classified. I think it's just a mathematical formula in their head. Right, right. There's there's algorithms algorithms for everything mm -hmm. here in in 2023 and and uh, you know the fact that you can still get that Duke and Cobra Commander pack and and perhaps even more damning the Cobra and Cobra Officer Cobra and Cobra Officer and they were on sale 30 percent off if you still want it guys go get it you know if you want if you want O rings the least you could do is buy what they put out there. Even if you, I know, man, I hate when people say just buy it. So they'll make more, even if you don't like it, but that's kind of that's where I'm going with this. That is where I'm going with this. Cause if nobody buys that Cobra officer and Cobra trooper and it just sits there, that's, they're going to look at that and be like, nobody wants this junk. You know what I mean? Right, so we're right. the reaction to that is not going to be, Oh, well, we'll clearly we need to try harder with different. Yeah. Let's no. try another O ring and maybe we'll get it right. This, that's not what they're going to do. They're going to look at that and they're going to blame O ring. You know, they're going to blame that format. Right, right. And 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 in fairness, again, to the Hasbro team, um, the, the complaints that came out when there were O-ring figures available is, oh, I'm not spending $20 per figure on that. 
Well, there was also the complaint that like one of the Cobra officers couldn't do a 90 degree bend of his leg. Right. So so that's, that's a quality control issue. They, they need to, they need to resolve those quality control issues. That's a legitimate beef, you know? Right. Right. Um, Again, I I don't, nobody's above reproach mm -hmm. in the situation, you know, like consumer is all about give and take and and there's stuff that the the providers are going to do well. And there's other things that the consumers are going to do well. Um, But, Rather than dwell on the negative, let, let's take a look at what was actually given to us. All right, give me give me your uh, your MVP for today, Carson. Oh, that's a tough call, man. But whew, I don't think I really have to think about it that long. I think scrap iron, the reveal yeah. of the just mangled face with the burnt off ear and the scars running all the way down, and he just man, he left something. You know, he left an impression. I want to read a story. I want to read the story behind that. You know, I want Larry to double down on what the hell happened to scrap iron. Lenny mentioned in, in the presentation that, you know, maybe he was experimenting with an weapon and made a mistake and that, you know, kind of plays against his perfectionism. And that's an interesting story, but I think, I hope it happened like in battle, you know what I mean? I want him to be battle hardened and just, it didn't, it didn't push him away from, you know, what he does, it, it made him double down and just become an even more effective operator kind of thing. I don't know. It's, it's awesome. Uh, when, right. Whenever a figure tells a story, I'm excited. Like, like, like in Renegades, that, that was basically what, how, how it rolled for Scrap Iron. Nice. Um, but uh, I, I would, I, just for the sake of being different, I'll, I'll take Snowjob. Oh, yeah. Because that, that that, that's fantastic. Like, but it's... Um, <laughs> Like it says something because we were pretty chatty over that half hour, but when Scrap Iron came on the screen, we got real quiet. Yeah, I, actually, that's the one time throughout. The, <laughs> yes, that's the one time throughout this stream. I switched over to my other window and I pulled it up full screen. I was like, I got to get a better look at that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no, he looks amazing because Snowjob is what you would expect because he looked perfect in the four inch scale. You just got to do that in the six inch scale. So you don't really have to like exceed expectations or like throw anything new into the mix. But with scrap iron, like you were saying, there was some left on the table. There was room for improvement. And so the six inch scale, they blew it out of the water, man. Like the drone is so much better. The blast effects are really cool. Work really well with that. Doesn't come off as a gimmick at all. Uh, and then the removable helmet with the disfigured face, man, he's just, to me, he's the most, imp- he gets the most improved award. How yes. about that? Yes. Yeah. So if to take, to take my, my phrase and, and go further, there was some stuff left on the table for snow job, you know, but they covered that with the, with the separate heads and the better gear mm-hmm. and the better rifle, uh, with, with scrap iron, there was more left on the table and mm-hmm. they got all of it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's, that's really the difference there. Um, I'm also excited about Shadow Tracker, though. Yeah, because they're out of the smaller figures. Who's who's your winner there? I'm I'm just excited to see them do something different. You know, I, you know me, I'm a vintage, I'm a real American hero guy, and I'm happy to see them make the majority of those in six inch scale, and I will buy them. But I'm also happy to see them pull some characters from late the later lineage of GI Joe because it's got a rich, robust history that goes well beyond 1994, and so it's cool to see them do characters like Shadow Tracker. I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, you know, they've done a couple others, right? Helix is, is a pull from the IDW comics, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of Helix, but that's just another example of them pulling from later years. Kamakura is another example. So I'm happy to see them pull from the, the, you know, 50 plus years. 
Right, right. I, I would there. I would love to see them do more of it. Frankly, um, mm-hmm. I would love to see a classic Quinn. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to pull from Marvel, I'd love to see Don Moreno. I'd love to see Barrel Roll from mm-hmm. the IDW, or rather from the Devil's Do You era. Um, there, there's lots of of options out there for for characters who made an impact on this brand. It is it is surprising. I, I'll say it's surprising they haven't pulled a Don Moreno yet. Because they haven't done an official figure for her at all, right? Anywhere. Yeah, no, it's it's an absolute head scratcher. And they do have a real, you know, let's be honest, it's disproportionately male to female in terms of the the character lineage in toy form, mm-hmm. right? There's there's a lot more females from the comics, but like even with the cartoon, when they came back for the Deke season, they had to bring back Lady J and Zarana and Baroness because they hadn't made any new females, you know. Yep. So there's a there's a real lopsided male to female ratio there. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised they haven't done Don Marino. If there is a change gears a little bit here, Carson, if there was mm-hmm. a, a character that we have already seen done in classified mm-hmm. that needs a redo, who would you say it was? I think they addressed that with Firefly. I I'm, I'm very happy that they correct it. Cause look, man, Firefly is not an EOD. He's yeah. not the guy you send in to undo the terror that other people are trying to, you know, he's the guy that sneaks in, he's lean and mean, and he finds the crack and he places the explosive and he exfiltrates before the bomb even goes off. And you'll, you'll, you'll only know as he's, he was there by his handiwork. You know what I mean? Right. So com- coming out with Firefly as an EOD design early on, I honestly, that was one of the biggest missteps I thought of the early line. Um, just because conceptually it didn't work with who he was as a, as a character at all. Right, right. So, I, I think he was a solid figure, just it was yeah. the wrong guy. Hey, do an EOD, that's fine. But honestly, he should probably be a good guy. Like if you're going to do an EOD, make a tripwire and mm-hmm. let's let's roll with it. That's that's fine. The good guys are the ones going in and defusing shit. The bad guys are mining the roads and bombing the buildings, you know? So right. so if, if it were me on that, I would have to say that if there's one figure from the early run that needs a redesign, it's Scarlet. Okay. We got Roadblock. I think Duke is pretty solid. Um, You know, I think, I think Beachhead is pretty solid if you get rid of that green gun. Um, Mm -hmm. But, but Scarlet with all the weird armor gold pads and things is just still kind of, kind of strange compared to where the rest of the line has gone since then. So I think that's a, that's a figure that could use a read, a bit of a redo. Do you remember the the redecos that they released of Duke, Roadblock, Scarlet? Mm, I think that was the only three that they did. Yes. You know, it was interesting. They toned down the color palette and, and pulled out some of those colors because they had like a magenta or maroon and gold. And they were going with the video game aesthetic. And I understand they were trying something different. And that's when the community really pushed back. And that's when they moved in a more vintage direction. So they do listen to us. But... I, I agree with you. Even though they toned down the color palette for the field release or the redeco, whatever they called it, <clears throat> we could still use another Scarlet. Right. And I, I hope that we'll eventually get a Ninja Force Scarlet too. So <laughs> I do, man. I like that figure, but I hated the play feature and the way it gave her those giant hips. Her and uh, Snake Eyes with with that little kick feature and it gave him the t crotch giant hips it just right. looks hor- it just looks horrible it, it wasn't a terrible design it was just bad no. yeah i'd love to see that design on a on a nicely designed figure you know a nicely executed engineered figure uh, that that seems to be the question that popped our our live chat um nice. some of the some of the responses there uh 
Hey, we get to see we get to see Bjorn live to this time, or it's good What's up, to Bjorn? see again, man. Uh, but Duke and Scarlett, uh, Travis Moody's with me on Scarlett, um, S. Myers, uh, Duke and Scarlett, Viper Scout. He, he's all about Ninja Force Scarlet. Yeah, there you go, Viper Scout. Here's I'm, your I'm with him. I'm with him. Uh, Joe Sidings, good to see you, Sarge. Uh, I'd like to see a new class. Yeah. Duke. Um, I mean, Duke was always a little pretty, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I, 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 I think Duke getting... It, it, it's one of the, the few bones I had with Renegades was casting Duke as the young guy. Mm, yeah. Like I, th- I think if, uh, if we're doing Renegades again, maybe the Duke and Flint spots get swapped, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Duke gets to be the the bad guy, but I understand he was the guy who was planning the whole line around at that time. So you can't really do that. Right. But, um, but um, you have any other thoughts today, man, on, on what we saw? I have a um, no, but I have a what's on Joe mind reveal. Oh well, well yeah. Well, All right. this figure right here is not held together with any screws or O rings. Let, just... let me get you in the big screen here. Hang on. All right. So uh, obviously, I'm working on the uh, engineering side of the Bucks for Operation Recall, and so I've been working with Callsign Longbow, obviously uh, with their Buck system. And then um, Mark II Design has actually been helping me with all the 3D modeling stuff. And he's gone in and modified because uh, we're having some size variation to our torsos. And our females are actually hourglass shape, more shapely females. Um, so we're doing some. And this is because Ron Rudak and Mark Pennington and Kirk Bazigian all requested this. They were very frustrated by back in the day being you know, hemlined into this same buck system. So mm-hmm. we're making some changes for them. We're mass producing the bucks and I'm going up to Bill Merklines tomorrow to begin sculpting. Actually, I posted a video last night of the first six figures worth of figure sculpt sheets. If it's, if it's a hand sculpted accessory, then that's included in the packet, Larry Hama bio uh, dossiers and like a kickoff letter with direction for Bill. So if you want the latest on operation recall, check the YouTube page for 3d Joe's. And I posted a really cool video last night. All right. But as an aside from that, I've been doing the engineering portion of it, getting the bucks ready. So I, they did not have a solution for how to hold this guy, the bucks together. And so what I ended up coming up with was this all in one little piece that replaces the O-ring and the T-hook. So it's very simple to use it. The loop actually keeps the crotch attached to the legs when they're surrounded that. But again, there's not even any screws in, in here. We'll go ahead and take this off. Is the entire piece that soft rubber? That's exactly right, brother. That is exactly right. So this is your little piece. You're throwing pieces all over the place, man. There we go. All right. Yep. So this is uh this approximates uh, polypropylene plastic. This is a Form Labs durable resin. So you can you can bend this pretty well. You know, it can withstand some some uh roughness. But the actual, if I'm going to make this thing, it's going to be actually, you know, two-piece mold, polypropylene, polyethylene plastic that has a lifespan of like 500 years. So how would you like to replace all of your O-rings and T-hooks? One time. Done. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to solve a problem that has plagued us for decades, Mikey. I'd say, man, that is the hard sell right there. It's it's a find your your hobby screwdrivers and, and retire them. 
It's to right me, that's, that's the easy sale. It's like, man, these rubber O-rings have a lifespan of five to 15 years. Pro polypropylene has a lifespan of hundreds of years. Like literally get out your screwdrivers, throw out your O-rings and put in the new operation recall ring. Anyway, this is just something that like came up as an aside while I was working on the bucks. And I'm like, this is an idea worth pursuing. Right. So, so I'm pursuing it. All of the great uh, progress is, is made by accident. So well, they... it's necessity is the mother of invention, right? And so I had these two up bucks and I had to have a way to assemble them for Bill because, you know, he'll take it apart. He'll work on a piece. He'll put it back together. He'll bake it in his crock pot. And he's constantly like pulling it apart and putting it together. So I needed something that was easy, you know, that you, you don't even have to put the screws on it. Like if the, if the figure's well engineered enough, the hips kind of hold the legs together and you're good. So anyway, it was just a quick solution for Bill. And then I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I want to make this for all of my O-ring figures. <laughs> so I'm working on it, guys. That's I, exciting. I, I gotta, it's got it's got me happy, it, and it should, man. That's pretty exciting stuff. That that is pretty great. Like, I, it, again, that's a situation where I don't think anybody was even looking to to make that uh, make that situation better. You know, to improve on what we had. It was just the mm -hmm. the T hook and the O-ring are just accepted. You know, yep. they're ingrained in us as, as as folks who are part of this hobby. It's just the price we paid for being O-ring collectors. It's just like, okay, when I come home and a figure's fallen over on the shelf, I've probably got to go in and swap out his O-ring, you know? And it's just the price we paid for collecting this format. And right. I get I get that. But, you know, the part that always bugged me was when the T-hooks break, they're, like, irreplaceable. Oh. What do you – you have to find a donor figure and, like, take a T-hook out of an old beat-up figure? We're, then that then that's just a worthless pile of parts. Like, that's the part that really bothered me. There are kits that you can get uh, online. I know you can get them through Amazon even mm -hmm. of O-rings and T-hooks. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. And but even there, you're you're having to buy the whole kit every time, and it's it's mm. however much you know. So I wouldn't say that that's 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 certainly not an unimpeachable part of the process, right? Yeah, like you 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 can make a replacement for that, and people would not be upset. I'm certainly not upset, right? Um, so we'll see how it goes, man. I'm I'm working on it right now. I just pulled the third version of it off of the. Uh, thanks, Ritz. <laughs> he said he'd take five hundred. Five hundred. Give just send them out. Yeah. So I'm working on the third version of it right now where I'm just kind of like tweaking, uh, like I, I made the center pole as wide as I possibly could while still fitting between the two legs and not creating a, a larger gap kind of thing. And I expanded the balls to, to fill that space a little better. Actually, I put a little indention at the top of the loop because there's a little bar that comes down from the center. So it's really just like refining the design right now, but I'm going to try to make them, man. I, I really will. Cause I think it meets a need, you know? Yeah. That's uh to, to, I think that sums it up better than I could, but that is. Next <laughs> Thanks, Trav. That I appreciate is, that, man. Good. I appreciate that, man. I just, you know, I, I don't sleep. So. No, you don't. <laughs> no. Always, always thinking about some stuff, man. So. But uh, so if, if uh, again, if we're, we've changed gears rather abruptly, if, if somebody wants yep. to be part of your Operation Recall project, oh, yeah. there's still time, isn't there? Yeah, so we actually expanded. Uh, we're going to keep the backer kit open until September 5th, which is Ron Rudat's birthday. Gotcha. And basically, uh, there was no there was no incentive on my part to go ahead and charge everybody's cards and, and get that money because we're we're working. The creatives have already been paid. You know what I mean? The, the guys, the creative right. team that's doing their work. 
you know, I'm just giving them time to do their thing. I want them to have a good experience and do their best work. And so I'm just getting started with Bill Merkline on the sculpts. We're, we've got all the revised figure designs for all 17 figures. Now we're making sculpt sheets. So 360 turnarounds and engineering drawings for accessories. And, and Ron and Mark are just troopers, man. They're just plugging away at it. Um, but we've got, I wanted everybody to be able to see a much more closer to final figure design before they had to like close their backer kit and lock in exactly what they wanted to select. So that was the primary motivation for me to extend it to September 5th. I want everybody to have a much better idea of what they're getting, you know? So we expanded it, we extended it to September 5th. You can get in on it, operationrecall.com and just click on the little backer kit button. There you go. So, oh, we're almost going to unlock the final two figures, right? So the the final wave four figure is Salty Dog, who, man, this dude fits like right in 1983. He would be butt buddies with Gung Ho. Like he looks amazing. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I don't mean it like that. But uh, no, he's an amazing figure, super muscular, like sleeves ripped off, giant wrench on the back, a big backpack, like a tool he, he roll that rolls great. out. He looks awesome. Um, you know, his shirt's open and he's got the kabar on a little... Uh, sash going across the middle. He's he's just really cool looking. And so we unlock him with another $10,000. We're only 10,000 away from the final unlock. So then after that, we'll really have to decide where, okay, because obviously I think we're going to raise more money than that by September 5th, right? So then we need to decide where would we like to invest the additional money? Do we want to do a vehicle or do we want to do a comic book mm. or do we want to do more figures? And I'll put that out there in front of the backers and let the backers vote because this is this is y'all's toy line as much as it is me and Ron and Kirk and Mike's and Mark's and Bill's and Ed Morrill's and Doug Hart's and everybody else that's working on it. So <laughs> throw, throw it all out there, man. Oh, I forgot Larry. It's Larry's too. So yeah. Vehicles even that's, that's intriguing. That's, that's going to get everybody's heads, heads of scratching. I've got an idea for a one eighteenth. That's not, we would not have to fund. Well, I, I don't want to spoil it too much. I think we can accomplish it with not a crazy, amount of fundraising so we're work just know we're working on some stuff in the background i'm i'm just saying you know where to go when you're ready to 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 throw this knowledge at everybody no doubt not many live streams are throwing five dozen people in front of you at at 11 o'clock in the morning or noon on a wednesday <laughs> so that's right you're right here yep. i appreciate it man it's good to catch up with you and i had fun like i said man i always watch this by myself so it's fun watching it with you you got it. You got any last last thoughts before we sign off for the day? Uh, what time do we need to do the pre-orders? <laughs> That's really uh, what I need to be in an hour. Okay, we got an hour. I'm gonna go get some lunch and then I'm gonna burn out my credit card. That's right. That that sounds like the plan for everybody. Everybody, uh, go on, grab some lunch, have a nice sandwich, relax for a minute, and uh, and then head on over to to Hasbro Pulse and order yourself some great GI Joe product. Uh, a fun time today. Glad to see the Hasbro team out there again after a few months. Still having a good time. Still designing some kick-ass product. Doing great please, work. Please tell us the name of the comic publisher. Yep. Please. Come on, guys. Come on already. But uh, <laughs> G.I. Joe needs a home. <laughs> uh, if you're catching us at home, we appreciate you coming out this morning. Uh, I certainly did not expect to see 60-something of you in the live chat. Uh, that is uh, truly a, a great surprise that does my heart uh, good and get, causes – Causes the little cockles to pump more black sludge through my body. Um, so if, if you're, uh, please like the video, subscribe to the channel, stay tuned to us for every, every Tuesday night and for when we pump out bonus, bonus uh, content. 
uh, we're here for you. Uh, we're if you want to be entertained, we're here. If you want to be influenced, maybe try somebody else. Uh, but let's uh, let's let's keep pushing up those subscriber numbers and and uh, let's make this happen because the more the more of you we get, the more will more work we get to put into the channel. Um, you guys have a great rest of the afternoon. Like our friend Vagon likes to say, uh, be safe. And if you stay safe, and if you can't, be careful. Uh, for my co-host Carson Metaxas, let's roll. That's my new saying. <laughs> hey, that works. <laughs> All right, fellas, good to see you, Mikey. Have a great afternoon, everybody. Peace Later, buddy. Thanks for joining us, everybody.